0: Blog Talk Radio. Just
1: breathe. breathe, breathe. Just
0: breathe. Remember to breathe. Just breathe. Hello and welcome to Not My Real. 30 minutes power practice from author, speaker, and host, Miriam Caldwell-Potty. Listen in as I, I share in, and fix for so not my reality, a conversation for those who know that there's I'll more. Today's topic
1: is about is erasing me the memory, words of a so think so enjoy the sound. Not. Somewhere right now, mm. someone's crying. Thanks, I don't know sure. why, but you I hope what's
0: Sessions, enlightenment, holiness, and an opportunity for you to enjoy who you were designed to be. Here, author and host Marianne carlson will share from her book with the hope that someone will share a little bit, and someone may paint a little bit, and change their life for better. The book is called Not My Reality: A Conversation for Those
1: Who Know More. Scheduled for the month, on movie publication in December of 2009.
0: again, good morning. I am Miriamn Caldwell Parker. I want to thank you for tuning in with me today here on Not My Reality Live, which is a show that I've developed for thirty minutes to share a little bit of the excerpts from my book called Not My Reality: A Conversation for those who Know that there's more. My absolute hope is that on today, when you listen in, that you will begin to accept the fact that you are in control of your destiny, and it is my hope and intent that by me sharing with you on today that we will be able to change some of your viewpoints, change the way you feel about some things, and let you pursue your true destiny and purpose. Today our topic is going to be about memories. Memories require us to recall, and we have the strength to watch and listen again. And we must have the power to give it a place in your mind and discard it. When you allow those feelings of hurt and anger to influence your memories, it creates a false reality. A reality that is reactive and not initiating an innovative to your divine purpose and assignment here from the God or the great uh, creator. You're attempting to experience the expectations and boundaries and lives of others. Memories are what we build our realities upon. How do you form a belief? You form a belief by seeing something, hearing something, practicing something over and over again until the fact you believe that it is truly going to be. And beliefs will shape our realities. Our realities will affect our confidence level, our experiences, which fosters our purpose and gives birth to our vision. So if we are bogged down by a false sense of expectations and realities, then we will find ourselves being negated on a regular basis. We'll find ourselves feeling limitless or inhibited, and that we're limited, limited, not limitless, but we'll be limited in our ability to fulfill our purpose that we were designed here to do. So then we get to this very tricky thing called options. Options can appear to be viable, and they can be limited. But when we're in situations, we have to choose on what to do. Every day we choose what to wear, what to eat, who to spend our time with, without giving any credit to all the options that are truly available to us to make these decisions. A formal decision or a formal definition is that power Or the right to choose that is what the option is the power or the right to choose so why do we often respond as if we do not have a um, unlimited supply when situations and circumstances prevent themselves and cause us to decide we must gather information about all options some recommendations positions backgrounds and relationships should be factors But what does any of that really mean? Options are not always a priority in our lives. You have to have more options if you want to stay silent and listen to what's going on around you and observe, especially when you choose an option. Your choice of option could mean a major life change. Options can be new opportunities and can change but we must make informed decisions about them, which brings us to our next thing about whose words are those anyway? Whose words are we going to consider when it is time for us to lead into a new opportunity or to deal with a different type of people or a different atmosphere or job? When people want the truth and you know they can't handle it, you need to think about the ramifications. What do they need to hear right now as part of the truth? Remember, exposure to a prior experience or reaction can be used against you later. This is a tricky time when people say that they want to be honest with other people and have their lives be transparent, but only to those who think it important and value this whole idea of keeping it 100 as my teenage daughters talk about. Consider this. Are you willing to be naked and parade down the street wearing the image or words of others of your past, relationships, family dysfunctions, or personal weaknesses? It's not about being ashamed as much as it is about having safe boundaries. Why would you expose yourself to someone who cannot assist you, but may use your current weakness or situation as a torture to you instead of to cover you with their strengths. So often we find ourselves replaying ideologies back and forth in our minds um, of what someone has said to us. Relationships are not about how much you can mutate, but it's more about your ability to share and adjust and accept by both parties, small talk should be just that. It should be just small talk. Understanding that things such as our favorite music, future dreams, hobbies, careers, thoughts on social and political stances, family and spirituality may be more viable than you talking about your past relationship or what someone said to you, you know, um, inability to accept the compliment. All of these things are a result of the words of others. Others tend, to, others tend to relate themselves to their position to you based upon what they believe about you. If you're incapable or incapable of identifying the greatness in you, then others will begin to foster this idea that you need them to make you be great. I've said this numerous times before. Greatness was placed inside of you at the time of your conception. There was nothing more that you could do, say, or expect besides to be great. And because at that time you didn't have the option of setting up boundaries, now that you're older, you can do that. You can set up healthy and safe boundaries and expectations for who you see, what type of words they speak to you, what type of questions they ask of you, and what type of duties they expect you to complete. You can do this best by examining yourself in what I call a state of being, recognizing that it first requires you to be focused and centered on exactly who you are and what you are and where you want to be. Memories and words of others that say things like, you know, you're too fat, you're too dumb, you're slow, you can't do that, that's not acceptable for a woman or that's not acceptable for a man or our family does not do that. These are all words of others that are attempting to deflect you. Now, I know we spoke about before about adversities, being the stepping stones of greatness and being your resistance training. Yes, that's true. But in an instance when you have someone who is continually badgering you, putting you down, discouraging you, it is no longer an adversity that you need not only to overcome, but you need to remove yourself from that environment to avoid that adversity. How many of us have had a great idea, shared it with a friend or family member, only to find them to cut it down, say it won't work, say that there's no reason for that, people won't buy into it, it won't work, and one night you're up watching television and you see that same vision or you read a a newspaper or a magazine, and your vision and your ideal is there. That is because the great universe, the creator, sends you with a purpose, and he sends with you other people, other entities that are designed to help you fulfill that purpose, if you take the words of others to downplay your ideas about being a risk-taker, and I'm not talking about sacrificing all of your uh, personal wealth, your families, and your career, but I'm talking about doing things that will enhance you. That's what's important. So often, we are so consumed with those connections that we talked about before that we forget why we are here. We are here for a purpose of longevity to affect the entire universe. People, situations, occupations are temporary. The words of others can be very harmful, as we said in the initial chapter, in recognizing that our family, as good and sweet and loving as they are, often place things upon us that made us, Begin to feel as if we were bound, we were bound by these concepts of what makes a girl a girl, what makes a boy a boy, what makes a proper uh, adult, what makes a proper teenager, what makes a proper parent. Every opportunity requires you to first step back, relax, rethink, and analyze the best way to go forward. Is it beneficial to you? If the words are not affirming, then you need not apply them to your life. If the words are limiting you, then you need not apply them to your life. The inability for us to escape the words of others, the memories of others. We may have a memory within ourselves that remembers us or recalls us, doing something that we found very embarrassing. And so as a result of that, we no longer do that thing, even if we enjoyed it. Mistakes create successes. The reason why we have plastic on today is that someone made a mistake in a lab, and they found that it was something that was viable and to use on a regular So now we thank you for that. Unfortunately, we got interrupted by a test message for the broadcast system. So we thank you for that. We want to keep in mind that it is so important that we begin to live our lives not believing all the words that people say about us. You cannot change your past, but you can change your future. You hold the formula of success for you. You understand your greatness. You understand the power that is within you to succeed, excel, and create. You were given a vision. You must maintain it. You were given love. It is up to you first to apply it to yourself and then to those around you. There is never a need for you to second-guess your capabilities. If you want to be a writer, the best thing to do it surrounds yourself with people who are writers. Submerge yourself in research that allows you to learn the technique of writing. Begin to write. And don't hold your writing to yourself. Actually share it with other people. Let them give you some feedback. Memories require us to, first of all, recall it. It requires us to have the strength to listen, feel, and hear the memory. Then it requires us the power to move beyond it and remove it if it is not affirming our process. No one wants to be held back or bound. So why do we do it to ourselves? Why do we create these self-made chains of our fears, frustrations, the put-downs of others, the fears of others, the hurts of others, and we take them on as our own and we say, well, if such and such didn't make it, I won't make it. That is not what we can do. We can do greatness. We can find ourselves creating new memories, new thoughts, new words that allow us to be what it is we're supposed to be. Again, if you are unhappy with anything that you have to offer, if you want to change it and you deem it necessary because it will be beneficial to you first, that is when you do it. Now, if a doctor says to you, "Oh, you have a condition," again, it is still your choice to decide on how much you want to embrace that. Do your research, identify the key processes for uh, alternative medications, possibly, or a lifestyle change that you may have to make. The important thing is to remember is that memories do turn into our realities. And our realities cannot be based upon someone else's fear, someone else's limitations. No one knows your purpose like you do. No one understands your reality like you do. No one will embrace your visions the way that you do. But it may require you to share your vision. But be cautious in how you share it. If you know you have the abilities, then go for it. So, again, I want to thank you for joining me, Marianne Caldwell-Parker, your host and also author of Not My Reality, a conversation for those who know that there's more. More to what was being said to us, more to what we've been shown, more to what we've been expecting. This book is available beginning December 1st, and it will uh, be available on Lulu Publications. And as I said, my hope of this show is to strip away some of those false senses of reality that are often framed by discontentment, discouragement, and emptiness, and just replace it with the true reality for our lives, which is simply happiness, success, peace, and unconditional love that we were designed to embrace and have. I want to challenge some of your thoughts and practices. Throughout our lives, we are often forced to listen to and engage in conversations and avoid conflicts, unless it is for the protection of another and or to change ourselves according to what those around us think and deem is necessary, that is important or valid. It is these type of words that we have been spoken over since our birth, They tell us about our skin color, and they set up preconceived notions and expectations. They tell us who we resemble, what we will become, and who we should love. Those that were given guardianship over our lives wrote a script that made us unwilling and unaware participants in a stage performance that modeled our behavior, speech, ideologies, our style of dress, care, and even our language. We have been living our lives embracing and accepting, as well as responding and holding on to the dreams and realities of others. Now it is time for us to grab our own and live. Live means that we are learning to invite and initiate vitality, victory, and valor into our life that allows us to excel every day closer and closer to our purpose for all humanity and for
1: ourselves.
0: Remember to ask yourself, whose words are those anyway? Who is it that said that we are incapable of completing a task? There are several opportunities every day in which we defy the impossible. So believe that. Embrace it. Know that you are who you are because of the greatness that is inside of you. The words of others are often those things that are said out of fear of them not being where you are. There are multiple levels in the atmosphere. There are multiple levels of understanding and intelligence. There are multiple city-states, multiple languages. Why would you think that everyone must be the same. Everything that is in nature is a reflection of the greatness that we hold within us. Speak the things to yourself that you believe, desire, and know. Understand that for this purpose, we must move forward. We must move forward to a place that is far beyond where we are right now, where we are right now, and then we'll be able to go forward and enjoy ourselves. Until then, the memories of past failures, the memories of future success, the memories of love lost, love had, and love to be gained is at stake. Happiness, success, liberty, freedom are all the expectations that we should expect every day that we are here. So with that, I'm going to end on today, and I'm going to encourage you to share what you've heard today with someone. It is my desire that when you listen in today that you heard something that you could use and share. And if you didn't, then come back on the day and think about it and dig deeper and allow yourself to receive that which is for you. That is recognizing that you have the power to excel and move beyond any place that people have said you cannot be. And ask yourself, whose words are those anyway? They're not yours. Live every day. Live every moment. And remember we must liberate ourselves from the bindings of others the tempt to no longer support our reality. Until next time, I'm Marianne Caldwell-Parker, host and author of Not My Reality. You're listening to Not My Reality Live here on Blog Talk Radio, a 30-minute power-back show that happens here on Blog Talk. Tell a friend about it. Check me out in the archive section Purchase my book in December, and you'll get a chance to hear. I'm just doing excerpts. So we will end our program doing all the others with the fabulous Layla Hathaways. And remember to breathe. Breathing is essential, and it must be done right in order for you to continue to live. Until next time, continued peace and blessings. just Reality Live me Not My Reality Live, a 30-minute power-packed show with author and host Mary and Paul Will Parker, who shares insights about mind. life from her book, Not My Reality, a conversation for both on more. Mind.